Hello out there. It is Friday, March 27th, and yes, heck yes, a lot has happened this month. We are all in it together, all of us. That's the weird part. Like everyone is experiencing this thing, and it's strange. It's really strange, and I'm just not going to talk about it really. We all know we're all living it. So I decided that I was going to tell a couple stories today because I was just daydreaming. I love to do that. And I was thinking about, first of all, the best cup of tea I ever had. And while I tell you the story, think about that. Think about the best something you've ever had. Um, And it just never goes away in your mind. I'm not like you constantly think about it, but every so often you might think, gosh, I remember that time I had that really good cup of tea or that the best cup of coffee I've ever had or the best, best salad I ever ate. I don't know, whatever it is. Like, do you have a best something that you've ever had that you've never been able to duplicate? So I want to tell you this story. Um, mine is about a cup of tea and the funny ironic part about that is I am more of a caffeine queen love the coffee love the coffee and I'm I'm here to say caffeine is not a crime that is just my feelings of the matter and I don't go to a coffee shop and order tea it's something I just don't do And based on this story, maybe I should do it more often. And maybe I'd be pleasantly surprised. But we were on our way back from Oregon. It was 2018, summer of 2018. And we were driving back from Oregon, coming down through the northern tip of California, just cruising through. And we went through a little city called Laytonville. Never even heard of it first time experiencing it It seemed pretty small but they had this really cute tiny coffee hut because all way up north and Oregon and Washington they have these cool things called coffee huts and you just drive through and it's the tiniest little building and you drive through and you get your coffee and boy I sure wish we had some down here in down in the south but it's we have about a Starbucks on every corner, but we don't have these cute, unique, um, you know, owned, independently owned coffee huts, which are pretty cool. So we're coming down through Laytonville, and I see this cute little hut, and it's called Poor Girls Coffee, and poor as in P-O-U-R, like pour yourself a cup of coffee. And I said, we got to go through there. We just got to go through there. It looks so cute. So uh, for some reason, I wasn't exactly in the mood for coffee. So they had something on the menu called a bowl of soul. And basically, it was a chamomile tea with a little bit of honey, I think, and then a real big frothy cap of, well, I don't know, maybe milk, half and half, I don't know, but it was real frothy top uh on top of the tea and oh my goodness it was so delicious I remember because I'm a little dramatic taking the first sip and just flipping out about how good this tea was and so 
once we got back home, I was on a mission to find a little coffee place that could make me this cup of tea that was so delicious. And I did find uh, Joshua over there at Coffee Tea. Oh, I can never say the name right. Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. Uh, He made me something kind of similar but it wasn't exactly what you know I experienced then and sometimes you got to ask yourself was it so good because maybe I was just so like in the mood or was it so good because I was in some place totally different like what was it but I've never been able to duplicate this cup of soul and I just was thinking about it today for some reason probably because I think it would feel so comforting to be holding a cup of chamomile tea in my hands and drinking it and just feeling that warmth run down through my body but the sad part is poor girl's coffee place is uh, about 565 miles away from me and would take without traffic about eight hours and 30 minutes so I won't be getting that bowl of soul anytime soon but what it did prompt me to do today was to look them up on on maps that's how come I know precisely how far they are away because like how would I know that otherwise and I decided to write them a note and tell them how good I thought their bowl of soul was and what an impression it made on me so I sent that off today who knows if anyone will read it get it whatever but I just thought they should know two years later (laughs) so I wanted to share that and then also today I was we were driving down Beach Boulevard we were we were headed toward Rudabagors in um mind went blank but it's there's three locations of my favorite restaurant one is in Orange one is in Tustin that's where we, we were headed and then the one we always go to is in Fullerton So I was craving because you have to realize, and this is, I'm so spoiled, you guys. I'm so spoiled. Um, About once a week, I go to Rudabagor's and I have my favorite salad or I have a tiny cup of the soup that I love, the cocky leaky. I love the garlic chicken salad. And since we've all been in this situation together, well... I haven't been going out once a week to Rudabagors, but I do follow them on Instagram and they had posted that their Tustin location, that their, one of their chefs had made their famous salsa and maybe we might want to come by and grab a container of salsa and chips. Sorry, I'm losing my breath and feeling weird. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I just was like... I don't know. I think I'm getting too hyper here. But um, so I thought, yeah, yeah, they're still doing takeout. So I'm going to call in an order of my favorite salad. And we're going to drive to Tustin, have a little field trip. Um, Old Town Tustin, believe it or not, I've lived in California, Southern California, my entire life of living. My whole life I've been here. And I have never visited Old Town Tustin what it's only like 20 25 minutes away and it was darling 
And the rutabagoras down there is adorable. So I do want to go back. Now I now I want to go back. But anyway, I got our salads to go and I got the chips and salsa. And I just have to add, not all rutabagoras are created equal. Because their curry dressing was nothing like the curry dressing in Fullerton. The salad itself, similar, but not the same. So, Ruta's Fullerton, if you're out there, if you're listening, I miss you. I miss you, Ruta's Fullerton. There is no one quite like you. There is no Ruta's quite like you. You stand unique by yourself, born in 1970, just like me. And you're the original, and you will always be the OG, and you're my favorite. So, um, gosh, can you tell I love food? I'm talking about my bowl of soul, the salad, and all of this, because I got sidetracked, back to Beach Boulevard, headed towards Ruta's. I see off to the right what used to be an old Taco Bell. You know what I'm talking about? Because they all kind of look have that same look that, that you know an old Taco Bell when you see one. And they've usually converted into something entirely different. So this Taco Bell was first a Taco Bell, and then it was a donut shop, and now I think it's Korean barbecue. But when it was a donut shop, I have a story for this. So as we're passing it, I look over and I see, and then the story just floods through my mind and my body and my heart. And I think about when I was a teenager, and it has to do with Motorcycle Man. When we were a teenager, when we were teenagers, I said that wrong. Um, and I and I do believe, actually, we were not even dating because we were always good friends. Remember? Maybe you don't remember because if you didn't listen to an older podcast where I tell you the love story about about us, you wouldn't remember. But if you know us personally, you might know and you might remember. We were good friends first. So we went, um, wait, what am I trying to say? So he used to sneak into my backyard when I was getting ready. I was probably already in bed for the night and he would tap on my bedroom window. He did this at least twice that I can remember. And this is the freaky, scary part. My The house was shaped like an L, if you can imagine. So my window was on one part of the L, and my parents' bedroom and sliding glass door was on the other part of the L. So he was very, I don't know if you want to say brave, crazy, I don't know. But he would took that risk, would jump our fence, come to my window, and tap on the window. So I would open my shutters and there he would be. And he wouldn't say anything. He'd just like motion to go to the front. So then I would tiptoe through the house, sneak out the front door as quiet as I could. Luckily, we didn't have those beeping alarms on the doors when I was a teenager. I think they got them later when my sister was a teenager. But anyway, they didn't have them. So I would sneak out the front door, hop into his 1965 Chevy truck, which was always immaculately clean because that's how he is. He's like a, he's a little bit of a perfectionist in certain things like motorcycle cleanliness. Uh, his truck is always clean. The tires are always polished. 
uh, he's just really takes pride in that stuff. So I jump into his 1965 Chevy truck and we head down Beach Boulevard and I'm thinking, I'm going to guess it's like 1130, 12 midnight and it starts to barely sprinkle rain on the window, on the windshield. We pull up into that donut shop off Beach Boulevard. He runs in, gets a couple donuts, comes back out. He he likes to back into parking s- stalls. So I, re- I remember we were backed in. The rain is gently falling on that windshield. We have a view of that old Taco Bell building that's now a donut shop. And we're eating our donuts and we're giggling and we're laughing and we're probably talking about really stupid stuff like because we like really silly stuff and that memory came flooding over me today when we passed that building and I'm gonna ask you the same thing what buildings what places what things remind you of just these memories that you can just totally close your eyes and see almost perfectly when I can't even remember what I wore yesterday but I can remember that night that I snuck out of our house and jumped into his truck and went and got those donuts so I thought today I would just share like really cute little memories I would tell you about my favorite tea I would tell you about my favorite restaurant and I would tell you about that memory and basically that's all I have to say today not even 15 minutes long I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend with your family that you figure things out that you can do without going out since we all have to stay in and in so many ways this has been a blessing to be able to just stay tight and to do different things and to be creative Um, even with food my mother-in-law said she ran out of onions but she didn't want to go to the store so she used onion powder and really we are so blessed when I sit down and I write the list of all the things we still have and all the things that are available to us it's really really beautiful Um, the only thing you know honestly I've had my rough days in this I've had days where I felt depressed I've had weepy days I've had confused days but what I try to do is bring myself back to the blessings and what God has given us and it it just gives me a sense of peace just knowing that he's in control and just trusting him fully so until next time I was gonna say I love you but I do love some of you I do do know that some of you that listen I do love you and I wish you um, peace and love and joy and never give up bye